Good day, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are around the world. This is Valerie M, Valerie Maxwell, standing in my truth. And today's podcast show is called Living a Lie. That's right, Living a Lie. Um, and why do I say Living a Lie? You know, I know my show's called Standing in, in, in My Truth. But it's living that lie that comes back to haunt you. Now, living a lie could mean anything. It doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, you lived a lie and you, you, you took someone's man. Or you lived a lie because you stole some money and it's come back to haunt you. Living a lie can also mean things you don't admit to yourself. And when it does catch up with you, it leaves that void, that hole inside your body. The thing is, you can't see that hole, but you know it's a hole. Where is the hole? And if you was asked to describe it or point to it, you'd probably point to that middle bit, just between your breastplate and the, the top of your stomach. But really, it, you know, it's it's a hole. And that's why I call it the show, Living a Lie. And I've seen and heard through, you know, my lifetime of people having conversations and they're arguing about, well, he said and she said. And and deep down inside, I thought, when they're talking to me, you know, that, that think bubble at the top of my head. And I'm saying, you're living a lie. Because if you were just to step back and hear what the other person is saying, you know, you know you're wrong. But we always want to have the last word. We always want to, well, I don't know about you. I just feel like I always have to have the last word. (laughs) I always want to have the last word. And, you know, to my own detriment, to be honest, point, I'll give you a, a, you know, a, not a point in question, but a great thought was the other day, there's a guy that was bantering on Facebook. Now, well, he thinks he's bantering because he can't banter for shit. Excuse my French. So he just thinks so. I've written a book. I'm so, I'm so, you know, oh, hey, I've written a book. Woo, I'm so clever. Woo. I'm so self-righteous. Woo. Whatever. So, you know, now and again, he and I would get into words of attrition. You'd have thought we were dating, but no, nah, you know, the, the, the only diff- the only thing that me, this guy and myself have is that we're both the same star sign. And, you know, as, as much as I, sometimes he would say something and I would agree with it, fine. But sometimes he would say things that are really close to the bone. And the fact is, well, you know, hey so do I so you see I'm trying to get out of living my life but this guy puts a post up and I've laughed and made a comment now because my comment was against you know not following him and I like what he said I looked at the post 
And basically, it was a, it was a football post. And he was saying, oh, Liverpool's won so many trophies, etc., etc. And on there, there was Man United, there was Bayern Munich, um, and there were also um, PSG Saint-Germain. So I turned around and said, well done to those three other teams. He took offence. He then proceeded to write this long paragraph. So I went back with two short words, which was, you got time on your hands. Let me just say again, um, well done to Manchester United, well done to Bayern Munich, well done to PSG. No, that wasn't good enough. He has to come back. So as he was writing, I didn't mean to be facetious. I decided to point out that his grammar was poor. And I should have just said, oh, you you know, uh, you should look at your grammar. I pointed out for someone who's written a book, your grammar is poor. (laughs) I didn't mean to offend him. At no point did I mean to offend this guy. I literally was trying to, you know, I thought I was bantering. It turns out that... Sorry, I'm having this big conversation and laughing to myself. It turns out that it 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 knocked him. So Mr. Perfect was absolutely knocked and upset that I had mentioned that he had written a book and I said, you know, for someone who's written a book, your grammar is really poor. But I was joking anyway. He then proceeds to write me another chapter and verse. Now, people are taking notice in this comment room um, on this post. And every time he wrote, all I kept doing was going back. And at one point, I just ignored, you know, know, me being tagged in this post. So I'd left it for a couple of hours. I've gone back and I thought, all right, he may have calmed down, thinking he had calmed down by now. He's then gone and he's written, well, you know, that I think you're out of order considering that you do programs about mental health awareness and blah, da, da, and you've then used my book against me. What? 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 Do you know what? I couldn't be I couldn't banter anymore and I couldn't even say what I wanted to say because in the in the, the sorry. sorry I'm laughing again because in the current current climate we are sorry I'm still laughing. I know the current climate that mental health is rife. Right. But this guy just started to write about how I do these shows and I am, you know, pot calling Kettle Black and, you know, how he read, he watched one of my shows and now he's not going to watch anything I do because I, you know, I used his book against him. And I wanted to say to him, I really think you should get step away. You know, I actually said step away from the keyboard because now you're beginning to worry me. And the only thing I want to say again is, well done to Man United, PSG and Bayern Munich. I don't understand how that constitutes me saying, um, you know, I have talked, you know, your book. 
I corrected you that for somebody who's writing chapter verse, now you're writing a journal, looks like you're going to write a blog, you are now using language that uh, you actually need to stop what you're writing and look at your grammar. And I was saying for someone who's written a book or poem or whatever it is that you've written. And then he said, I bet you've not even bought my book. I was like, oh, hold on a minute. Is this about the football post or is it that nobody's buying your book or and you should be supporting your community? Well, so I went back and said, community, community. I said, don't use my skin colour to bring up community. I said, let me tell you something about the black community. The black community that I am aware of in London, where I live, do not support me. I have no intention of supporting anything. Do you understand? I support myself and I'll support my family. Do you understand? I will, what I support is humanity. I support every colour and creed, any denomination. I will, if it, it's humanity. So don't come to me and start telling me that as a black person, I should be supporting my community he he's not my community because people like him and I and I'm sorry I was not going to live the lie I said I've watched you and a whole group of you southern Londoners or whatever you want to call yourself South London people and you know you're a whole bunch of a nation to yourself and in my experience of the southerner Londoners has never been good. It's never, I've never had a good experience. You all have some, I don't know what kind of idealistic world you all live in down there, but that's, that's your prerogative. I don't come from that world. So you can't be sitting behind a keyboard and typing the most ridiculous you know, bunch of tribe telling me because I'm black, I should be supporting a community. That means I should be telling all the other black people to support me. I, I think not. My dad was giving me a slap and so would my mum. If they... No. All this support... Support yourself. Learn to support yourself first. And once you start supporting and loving yourself then that would exude out and you won't have to have someone telling you that you need to support your community. That didn't go down too well, as you can well imagine. And he went on and he harped on. And in the end I said, I am done with this conversation. You can bring all your Liverpool supporters and the whole of the South London with you. But as, as I said... I'm going to... And he goes, oh, and you're always standing in your truth. Well, who who else's truth am I supposed to stand in? You blinking Nimrod. Anyway. So, <laughs> I'm laughing again. I'm not going to lie, though, folks. 
I did get a rise out of it. The fact that somebody who's so self-righteous felt the need that somebody had, had challenged his post because he felt that he was so... Oh, you know the fact that I even asked him he had shares in 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 Liverpool Football Club and that didn't go down too well I was bantering you know you know as you do in a banter group but oh no big billy bollocks well it, I, I wouldn't say big billy bollocks because he doesn't look like he's got any bollocks you know, do you know what I mean? Because he wouldn't be, you know, crying like a big baby the way that he was. But what I'm trying to say is this. It's that living a lie. Living that lie that comes back. That whole... And you start to do things that um, is out of your comfort zone. You start to make yourself be busy so you don't address that whole... But something happens and it, it comes back that 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 living that life that is not you living a life that you don't understand. One of the things that got me this week was I was I was having a shower and doing my usual routine, getting back into a healthy routine because I literally have just ate my whole body weight in food. And I was getting myself back into a routine, had a shower and, well, a nice hot bath. So I, what I try to do now is treat myself to a spa day, but a spa day at home. So where I would have, you know, gone to a hotel or travelled across another country and a retreat... I treated my home like I turned on like my fake log fire, which I've not used for years. Would you believe it? I bought this log fire and I just never turned it on. Well, lo and behold, I'm it's like it's Christmas all over in my house. Turned on these beautiful lights that's got, you know, the fibres that just sort of like sprawl across the whole room. And they're at both sides of my mantelpiece. Should take a photo. It just looks so scenic in my lovely two-bedroom semi-detached house. And there I am. I shouldn't be bragging and boasting because not everybody's got that. I don't have anything. It's very small. Forget that. I live in a flat. Ignore that. So I decided to treat myself to a spa day at home. And it's the most beautiful thing. Condition my skin, my feet, my hair. Oh, it's just the most heaven. And I think that, you know, while we're in this lockdown, promise myself I wasn't going to do this lockdown. You should treat yourself, make a diary and have a spa day at least once a week while you're at home. Anyway, I decided to do that. And, you know, I looked in the mirror and the person that stared back at me did not... I didn't recognise her. I just, for that split second, I didn't recognise the person looking back at me. Nothing. And... I thought, oh my God, I look old. I look tired. I've got bags under my eyes. When did that happen? How did I make that happen? I never looked like that. And that's when I felt that I was living a lie. It's like everything that I'd been running from 
caught up with me finally. Literally caught up with me. And I had to admit, oh God, I'm scared of getting old. Oh my God. And, you know, I, I, I'm going crazy. And I allowed myself to sit down and ponder over it for a few hours. And then finally, again, as normal, getting all emotional, I let a couple of tears flow and I went, do you know what? It is what it is. I'm not saying it just went, but I just admitted to myself that I can't fight. I can't turn the clocks back. I can't um, fight Father Time. But what I can do is look after myself and, you know, not worry so much about getting old because that's me living that lie like I don't care living a lie is when you act like you don't care but in fact you really really do and so we put on a front we do anything to hide that insecurity that whole um you know, exterior, so that nobody can know that deep down inside we're scared that our hair is falling out and, you know, um, your cheeks are are no longer plump or your backside is getting too big or you've got a paunch in front of you or you haven't paid that bill or you haven't got the money to pay that bill and the car needs to be fixed and, and, you know, Jesus, did I make the mortgage payment on the house? Shit, my aunt's just died of COVID. Here I am again. I've got into COVID. But I should... I'm not laughing at the COVID bit. i just trying to spread positivity and get into other people's heads because that's what's going through mine. Living a lie. Living a lie has come back to catch up with me. Because I can't run from it through the door. I can't go... Ah, sorry, I'm just going to put my clothes on and go party with my girlfriends. It's actually following me like like a cat. It's following me like like a dog. There it is, living that lie. It's like a hemorrhoid coming through my backside. And I'm pulling it, trying to get out. Oh, I've got piles. Oh, I've got piles. Ah! And no matter how much you try to pull them piles out, not that I've had piles, mind you, (laughs) It's a terrible analogy. Um, But it follows you. And I had to address it. Living that lie. I can't be busy. I've tried everything to be busy. But living that lie certainly just won't let me lie. This is Valerie M aka Maxfield (sighs) standing in my truth and it felt good to get that off my chest and I hope that when you listened you can get something off your chest too standing in my truth on a Friday evening try not to live that lie